Welcome to the Millennial Money Show, where you'll learn to gain control of your finances so you have the freedom to live intentionally. This podcast is dedicated to show you everything that you need to know to take money into your own hands, get ahead in your finances, become debt-free, and grow savings accounts that fund your dreams. I'm your host, Ashley, certified financial coach who's paid off over $160,000 in debt, and I've helped others do the same. In this episode, we're going to talk all things insurances and what you need covered as a millennial. Hello and welcome back to the Millennium Money Show. I'm so thankful that you're here, that you're tuning in and listening. In today's episode, we're going to talk about something that's typically boring, but we need to talk about it. It's insurances. Now, insurances, I know, aren't fun. It's like taxes, but it's things that we need. And especially if you are a young millennial and concerned about what type of insurance you should have and the things that you need to think about, I'm going to walk you through exactly what you need to look at and step-by-step process, recommend some insurance companies that I've been working with and the cheapest insurances that I've been able to find. So literally, this is going to be your insurance 101 course on what you need to do to be covered and well insured as a young adult. So oftentimes young adults think that because they don't have dependents, they don't need to really worry about insurances. But the truth is, once you turn 18, you are responsible for yourself. So if you get into an accident and you don't have car insurance, you have to pay those damages to the other person. And that is out of pocket. And that can, I mean, depending on the accident, heaven forbid it's a bad one, but, or right, if you accidentally hit the rear end of a Rolls Royce, that could be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars in damages. And that is terrifying if you do not have insurance. So you need insurance as an adult. It's crucial. It's, I mean, in America, (laughs) we have a law that states you need car insurance. So it's legal if you don't have car insurance and for good reason, because you want to be covered when you are driving in the like worst case scenario that you get into an accident and harm somebody else, harm yourself and need to then pay for those damages. So there's a couple of different insurances that I want to talk about today. And the first one is renters or homeowners insurance. Uh, if you are a young adult, chances are you are not a homeowner yet. If you are, congratulations, you need home insurance. That's like a non-negotiable. For most mortgage companies, you actually literally have to have homeowners insurance for them to give you a mortgage, but also renters insurance is a thing. Some apartment complexes will actually do what mortgage in- companies do, and they will require that you have rent insurance before you even become a renter with them. So what renter's insurance does is it covers you and your belongings if something happens to the apartment that you are in in case of things like flood, fire, mold, any sort of damage. A lot of things can happen in an apartment complex. I have heard of horror stories of a friend living in an apartment and the the floor right above her, they had a huge leak in their tub or sink, something happen and so her house had mold all throughout the walls everywhere everything was infested with mold it actually got into her furniture so she her apartment was actually shut down like she could not get access to her apartment because of how bad it was and she actually got a settlement from just living in an apartment that was that bad and so 
her renter's insurance company actually covered the cost of replacing clothes that she lost because they were infested with mold, furniture, books, like everything that was in her house that could get mold on it had mold spores on it and then could not be taken anywhere else uh, because no other apartment would allow that her to move from where she's at with mold because it would just continue to perpetuate the problem. So essentially all of her belongings had to be burned, uh, which is seriously a horror story. Because she had renter's insurance, she was actually able to get all of her stuff replaced. Obviously, there's things like, you know, mementos, keepsakes, um, family heirlooms that you cannot replace, unfortunately. But she didn't have to worry. She All she had to do was wait for a check to come in the mail. And then she could go and buy stuff instead of seriously wondering how is she going to afford to buy new clothes and buy new furniture and buy all this other stuff that she lost. So renter's insurance is a non-negotiable. A lot of apartment complexes will actually require you to have it if you move in because it is that important. So, and you want to make sure that you have the right coverage. So go through your house and actually take note of how much your stuff is worth and what it would cost to replace it. Take pictures of all of your belongings. I'm not saying like document mean each and everything but like go through areas of your house open the cabinets take a picture so that if anything does ever happen that you have documented proof of all the belongings in your house we actually had to do this when we had a wildfire come through we were evacuated from our home and so we went through and we took pictures of everything in the house and we now have those pictures for forever but this was just to safeguard us we could go through walk through every room in the house and could have the ability to write down okay that computer we bought for x amount of money we have jewelry that you know was this amount of money that bed cost this much so it's really really important if you take pictures of everything and that's just kind of a side note the next thing that it's really important that you have obviously is car insurance so when you're looking at car insurance i recommend that you have a 100 300 100 liability policy so that means one hundred thousand dollars covers injuries to individuals three hundred thousand dollars covers the total of all injuries to people and then the last one hundred thousand dollars covers damage to any property which also means other people's vehicles so that is the best car insurance policy that I recommend. Of course, if you have an emergency fund already saved up, which I've talked about that in depth in a previous podcast, go take a listen to those ones. Uh, but if you have a fully funded emergency fund, then you could lower the deductible, um, which will lower some of your costs. And that's just a personal choice that you need to make and kind of weigh the pros and cons, accept the risk if there is any. But that's what I recommend when it comes to car insurance. Now for health insurance, that is really, really personal because all of us have different health needs. If you never go to the doctor and you are healthy and you don't have any illnesses, um, you don't take any medications, then you can get a cheaper health insurance policy that covers big things like uh, ER trips and things like that. I, on the other hand, I have illnesses. I take medications. So I see the doctor more frequently and it's important that I have insurance that has a low deductible. Otherwise, I would be paying out the wazoo for you know to meet that deductible and I would never meet it and every year be paying like a million dollars in you know that's that's an over exaggeration I'd be paying like ten thousand dollars to meet a deductible every single year and wasting money but if I paid more every month and lower the deductible then it makes more sense for me personally so you have to do some of the math and figure it out on your own but health insurance again is another need even if you are healthy I always recommend that you get health insurance because things do happen and if something god forbid heaven forbid something bad happens it can literally rack up hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands 
thousands of dollars of medical debt that you have to then get yourself out of. And again, I have heard horror stories. I know personal like family friends who have had horror stories when it comes to this, actually family members of my own who have had this happen. So insurance, health insurance is a very important thing. Now, the next insurance I want to talk about is identity theft insurance. So identity theft insurance is an insurance that will cover your identity if, if it gets stolen from you. And what they do in this situation, if your identity actually does get stolen, they will do all the work for you. If your identity does get stolen, which I've had this happen to a family member, it is almost a full-time job to get everything sorted out and situated and figure out who is actually the the right you and who actually took out you know x amount of debt and was it you was this other person how do they figure it out especially if you live in the same city it becomes a nightmare and you if you don't have identity theft insurance you are the one that has to work it out on your own. You have to call all these entities. You have to shut down all those cards that that person might be opening. You have to call the government and social security office and all these other places and say, my identity has been stolen. And then they'll walk you through an extensive, extensive process to get your identity all figured out and situated. And what happens with identity theft insurance is the company will do it all for you. Now, because I have had this happen to a really close family member of mine, I have seen how horrible it is that family member is still dealing with the ramifications like 15 years later. Um, so to have somebody have a company that will do all that work for me, I will 100% pay that every single month happily. And luckily, identity theft insurance is actually really cheap and affordable. So I think I pay about $12 or $13 a month for identity theft insurance. And that is 100% worth it for just my peace of mind alone, knowing that if anything were to happen, I am covered. And then the last insurance that I really want to talk about today is life insurance. So life insurance is definitely a need when it comes to becoming an adult. You might be thinking because you don't have dependents that you don't need life insurance, but think about any pets that you might have. Think about family members that you want to be cared for after you're gone. Think about friends that you want to be cared for after you're gone. So there's a lot of things that or even if you want your life, right, your death to have a positive ramification in somebody else's life or a organization, life insurance is the way to go. And again, if you are young, it is affordable. Um, and especially if you are healthy. So in this, in every situation, actually, I recommend term life insurance because the role of life insurance is to safeguard your family members after your death and safeguard them financially. So think about if you are the breadwinner in your family, right, in your household, and you die suddenly, what would happen to your family? Could they survive? Would they be able to afford food? What would that look like? Could they afford to bury you? And so what life insurance does, it gives them the freedom to grieve you properly. And if you are, again, if you are single, living on your own, if you don't have any dependents, you don't have any kiddos, then you can choose what to do with your life insurance. You can give it to a family or friends. Um, you can donate it all to nonprofits. You can do whatever the heck you want. But with term life insurance, you can actually have a policy that I recommend about 10 to 12 times your yearly salary. And for me, that costs about $32 a month. So it's really, really affordable. And I think I have a policy that will last like 25 or 30 years. And so I will literally, as long as I pay my bill, I will have my policy for 25 or 30 years. And at that point, the goal would be then to 
be so secure in my finances and to have a positive net worth that would replace my income to where my family would be fine if I were to die. Now, I know this isn't super exciting and fun to talk about, but it's it's a very real reality. We will all die at some point and our life isn't guaranteed, right? Nobody has lived a thousand years. <laughs> Nobody has beaten death. Death ultimately comes to us all. Again, super depressing. But what if you could use your death, right? You passing on in a very positive light for somebody else's life. And I just love that. And of course, like obviously you could donate organs and stuff, but what if you could monetarily affect somebody else's life? And also I recommend, this is just a side note, that you also have a will and you have, especially if you have pets, or kids, well, especially if you have kiddos, you need to have a will in place that an attorney can look at and know exactly what you want done with your kids in your passing. Uh, Same thing if you have pets, what will happen to your pets? Who would they go to? Who would you want to care for them? Um, If you have any keepsakes or mementos, who would you want those to go to? And writing those things out and jotting them down, even if it's not a lot, right? It might be something really small and that's okay. But the fact that you have it squared away to where your family knows that you you thought about it, you took the extra step and really thought about it, that's key. Um, It will save a lot of heartache and a lot of pain for the family members to try and sit things out or like fight over things when that's not what you want, right? You want your death to to bring people together and not tear people apart. So this will help ensure that it will do that. By you writing a will, you getting life insurance, this is really, really important stuff. And of course, if you have an employer and you have the option to get access to long-term and short-term disability, I recommend doing both of those just because things happen, things come up, you could get a work injury and right, you have to take either short or long-term pause from work. That short-term and long-term disability will help cover you. Um, or if you need you know, surgery or something, that will just make sure that you have an income coming in even in such a hard situation. Insurance is really there for a reason and I highly, highly, highly recommend and encourage you to go and get those insurances. Start today because it will literally change your life if something were to happen again. Heaven forbid, but things do happen. Accidents do happen. Things happen. And so insurance is just a way to safeguard yourself and your family if something does happen. And that's probably one of the best gifts that you could give your family. So that is my long-winded spiel on insurances. (laughs) I hope I've made it somewhat fun for you to listen to. I've hoped I hope that I have educated you and helped you feel more confident with going out and finding insurance that fits you. So quickly, some car insurance companies that I love. I've used eSurance, Allstate. Those are both great companies that uh, typically are cheaper and then go, go with any insurance companies that provide like good driver discounts or student discounts because um, those will save you a lot of money. And then with identity theft insurance, I actually use Xander and I love them. They will provide me monthly reports or if something comes up, if my even if my phone number or email account is found on the dark web, they will notify me and let me know, um, encourage me to change my password. And so that's just really, really helpful to know you know, I don't know how to get access to the dark web. That's a, that's a totally foreign concept to me. 
So it's helpful when they have a tool that scans the dark web and finds my information on it to where I know when I need to correct things on my end and they've got me covered. Um, It's just great peace of mind. So Xander is awesome. And then life insurance companies. I personally use Pacific Life Insurance. Uh, We haven't really had any troubles with them, but there are so many insurances out there. I would just recommend that you go with a company that has been in good standing for a long term, just because especially if you are planning on getting a term life insurance, it's like 20, 30 years. You want to make sure that the company will be there when you, you know, if you do die in like 19 or 29 years. Those are just my quick, quick tips and recommendations. If you have any questions, of course, comment below. I would be happy to talk about insurances further. Or if you have any questions, I know this can be sometimes an ambiguous and overwhelming topic to talk about. I have taken a course where I've extensively learned a lot about insurances. Do I know everything? No, but well, am I happy to share the information that I do know? Yes. If it helps give you peace of mind and helps provide you the right insurance that you need for your life, yes, I will be happy to do that. So in the next episode, we're going to talk about how to develop a debt-free strategy and what that looks like. And I cannot wait to see you then. Bye friends.